For too many years, families of children with devastating illnesses have felt helpless as they watched their child suffer. Today, they're taking matters into their own hands and finally finding relief treating their child with cannabis. This is One Family's Story. Welcome to another episode of Love, Love, and Cannabis. cannabis. I'm Nina Simmons. And I'm Osiris Stephan. We are the proud parents of Aiden Stephan. Stephan. Yeah. All right. Thank you for tuning in. I hope everyone's having a great week. If anyone's out there facing any challenges, just know that you're not alone. And, you know, we, we all face challenges as well. So today's episode, we're going to start telling you the beginning stages of our journey with Aiden and um, giving CBD oil. So Aiden had his first seizure a little bit after a year old, about 15 months, he had his first seizure. And I remember that day he was sick, he had a cold, and I brought him into the living room and I noticed that he was a little warm. And I told Osiris, I said, oh, I think we should get a cold compress or something some Tylenol and then all of a sudden he was laying on me and then he just started going into a full grandma seizure. It was like a nightmare. I remember screaming at the top of my lungs. Oh, sorry, I was calling 911. It was like your, you people say it was your heart comes out of your chest. It was like my heart came out of my chest and my throat at the same time. It was like a nightmare. We did CPR because at that point he wasn't breathing and kept them saying, Aiden, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. The seizure finally stopped before the EMS got there. So we took him to the ho- we took him to the hospital and they said, you know, they did all the tests, everything came out negative. And they said that um, you know, in young kids, when they do get fevers, sometimes some kids get seizures. And, you know, it's gonna be okay. And, you know, just be careful when he gets sick to really monitor him. I mean, we were terrified. It's so uneasy, but we we were like, okay, he's going to be okay. So we took him home, and that was it. And we, you know, went on. Actually, the next day, he was actually really fine. No fever. He was like, if nothing happened, yes, he had a good day. Then it happened again. He had another seizure, and he did have a fever. Took him to the hospital again, and the same thing. Oh, because of his fevers, again, just monitor him. We're like, okay, it's nerve wracking. It was scary because it was like with kids, sometimes they'll have a, a fever so quickly that you can't even monitor it. So it was like kind of scary. Like anytime he has a fever, he would have a seizure. But we told the daycare people, we told family members, like, be careful. But if you feel Aiden's warm, just give him a Tylenol right away. I was, you know, that was something that we also had to get used to. Well, you know, we did. We were always on edge a little bit, but we got used to it. Then the third time, the seizures were a little different. He woke up and he was doing like these like weird staring spells and then having minutes where it was like he couldn't breathe. We didn't really know what it was. And um, I had to go to work that day. So then I called Osiris to check in and, she, and he said, I think he's having seizures. It wasn't the convulsion one, like the first two times, but 
it was just these weird, like, staring and then, like, holding his breath type of thing. So he said, I think I'm going to take him in. And I happened to work at the same hospital where um, we were taking him in. So I was freaked out. Freaked out. Um, didn't know what to, to even think of it. It's like a time where you just feel so in shock that you don't even know how to how to feel. So at this point, they admitted him because he didn't have a fever. And they did all of all these tests. They checked his brain, an MRI, the CT scan. Um, and then he did a thing called EEG where they see your brain activity. And um, it was then that he was... Um, diagnosed with epilepsy. He was put on uh, medication. Um, and then the seizures really didn't stop. The next day he got home, he was still having seizures. So then the doctors just say, okay, increase it. Okay, doctor, he's still having them. Okay, increase it. So it's like this thing where they keep increasing it. So he was on the max dose of this one medication. And uh, I remember this day again, quite clear. I went to do a, like a race, like a 5K. I come home and there's an ambulance in front of our building. So when you live in Manhattan, you see an ambulance. It could be anything because all the apartments are so close. And I'm like, is that someone in my building? And it was for Aiden. Apparently, he had a, a, a big seizure with Osiris when I was at the race. And we took him into the hospital again. And he was hospitalized. This time... They said they're going to put him in another medication. And I remember crying my eyes out because I knew this medication was very strong. And I remember thinking to myself, I hope it doesn't take his personality away. Because that is the case in some medications where, you know, the kids are sedated or they become another personality, aggressive, so, so on and so forth. And I remember crying to my friend who was a physician who came to see us. And I said, I'm very scared. I just hope they don't take my son's personality away. And I was, I was terrified. The next day, after we came home, being on the second medication, he didn't have the worst seizure day. It was like the seizures got worse. I was, it, it was like they didn't give him anything. At this point, my husband knew someone who, who he was a friend of that knew a lot about um, CBD and he kind of told me about the CBD and I started to do my own research and for me it was like the, I told the old side, I said let's do this so at this point I felt like we had nothing to lose and we we're just going to be on this slippery slope of you know getting new medications and maxing them out so I just went on the internet and started looking for different CBDs, and I really didn't know what I was looking for. I just happened to come up to this website. Literally, I swear, it was like God's grace, because I didn't really know what I was doing. And I said, okay, Osiris, let's just try this company. They look okay. They look legit. They have lab reports. They were based out in South Carolina. And so happened that there was a company, that was actually not a company, there was a store in South Carolina that had the CBD oil. And it happened to be not too far from where my family lives in South Carolina. I called my aunt 
crying, desperate, basically saying, um, can you ship me the CBD oil? I didn't really tell her what it was. I didn't tell her it was from the cannabis plant. And she was like, what? I said, just please help me. She's like, okay, get it right away. And there it goes. So, and that was the start of our CBD journey. So um, Osiris, oh, I was also going to give his perspective of, from a male perspective of what happened. It's heartbreaking to really to think about your child's going through something and you have, are powerless to help them because you're just witnessing a body that's so small just going through these changes, uh, especially with seizures that were becoming so violent. At the time when this all started, you know, I had just finished leaving a job that I was uh, with for quite some time. So I became a stay-at-home dad. So I was spending great time with, him, with Aiden. And when we first experienced the first seizure... You know, the doctor said it was going to be fine. It's just the cold. They happened to have it. Fever went up. And so, you know, trusted the doctors and what they were saying. Then it happened again a, a month or so later. And then another one a month later. And then finally he was hospitalized. But during that same time, I was dealing with my own medical issues where I was finding out that my, you know, my heart rate was dropping low. I had to have a procedure done only to find out three, four days later, my son has a complete grandma and i remember this day nina express when she rolled you know came to the house and there's an ambulance sitting outside he was running through the hallway you know being a you know two and a half year old just running through the hallway then i hear a thud and i stop hearing his voice and i come out of the kitchen i find him laying there just shaking and he's just shaking in my arms and i i'm like i scooped him up i he's shaking my arms and I didn't know what to do. His eyes are rolling in the back of his head. His lips are turning blue. And I'm trying to give him CPR. I'm yelling at him. I'm feeling like, Aiden, Aiden, wake up, please, please. And tears are rolling down my face because I'm scared. You know, and, you know, this is my son. I, I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm like, I've never frozen before. But then I realized that he's having a seizure. And I've seen one before in an adult once. But to the extent of when you see a two-and-a-half-year-old, it's so different because they're so small and so helpless and I felt vulnerable and helpless at the time and I, I just just decided to call 911 I, I, I don't know what to do I'm, I'm, I'm scared and I'm alone so I called 911 and the ambulance came and um, at the same time uh, Nina comes up the stairs and I expressed to her you know that he, he had a seizure the seizure stopped after about 10 minutes and they said well you know you call the ambulance we got to take him in so I said no problem we took him in during the time in the hospital. He did have another seizure or two. And so they admit him for observation. They came back to us and told us that he has general epilepsy. I was stunned. I was like, I, I just didn't know what that meant. Seizure is one thing, but epilepsy is something I, I haven't heard before. And so I'm just shocked. And they're throwing questions at us. And we're like standing there trying to figure out what's going on with our son. How did this happen? How come we didn't know what, you know, how come we did not know really just like how we're in the situation and these doctors are coming at us from different angles. Oh, I see he wasn't better. Oh, I something he had like, well, and all these questions that is like coming in and out of one ear. And I'm sitting there like, look, I can't answer your questions. I'm trying to figure out what's wrong with my son. Please tell me what's wrong with my son. Why is, does he have epilepsy? And they're the only answer they came with. We don't know. That was the only answer that we walked away. We don't know. We had to stay. He has to spend the night. We observe him. 
and we'll run some more tests. Even after all the tests, they just still could not tell us exactly what caused it and how and why he has it. Again, as a father, you're just feeling helpless and just hopeless. Like, this is my family. What am I to do? Like, how do I solve? Because as a male, you know, your thing is to solve problems, is to come to get an answer, is to, you know, be that, you know, the problem solver, the solution maker. And this one time, I just really had nothing. And I felt so empty and so defeated. Uh, and just thinking about, like, where do we go from here? Like, what's next? And uh, doctors are coming in saying, well, we're going to offer this medication. Oh, you know, you've got to take it. And um, then we'll see from there. And then if we need to increase it to get the therapeutic level, we'll keep doing that. I've always been apprehensive about medication, especially certain drugs, because I know the side effects can be long-term and sometimes detrimental, especially to a child. So I was already apprehensive. And I recall during my time while I was home, I was doing research on, you know, the next industry to get into, because at the time I wasn't working. So I thought, you know, find out. And that was the time I met a gentleman who was running a association, and it was based around cannabis and hemp. And he educated me about cannabis and stating that cannabis is a medicine. is not what you think. And I'm like, I don't understand because my experience with cannabis when I was younger is that you smoke around, you know, you hang out with your friends, you're smoking, you're getting high, you're being silly, you're having the munchies, you know, the basically the stoner thought process of, you know, what cannabis was, not knowing that a year later that I would be turning to it as an alternative to treating my son. And I recall that coming to me and say, look, I have a friend I met and he told me about cannabis being, you know, a medicine that you could actually, it's being used to treat epilepsy and seizures in children. I, she was like, oh, really? I was like, yes, I think we should look into it. I think we should consider it. All right. So she did her own research, being the uh, medical profession that she's in. She did her research and she did find documentations on it. She's like, okay, I think we should give this a chance. I mean, we have nothing to lose. Because we both were concerned about the side effects, the long-term effects of it would have. Because I've seen stories or read stories of kids who are on medication for a long period of time start to lose a part of themselves. They're sleeping all the time. They're lethargic. They're not engaging. They're almost like lifeless or zombies. I, mean, I don't want to be I don't want to sound negative about it, but that's what I've seen and that's what I've read. And, and that was one of the things that we really were concerned about happening to our son while we're trying to figure out how to cure him of it. Cause that's been our ultimate goal. How do we cure him? Not just treat him, but how to cure him of this. And that's what's been, you know, created this journey for us into the unknown and taking a chance or, you know, I'm not a religious person, but I do have some faith. And I looked at it as like, we're going to take a leap of faith into this and give it a shot, you know, despite everything else and all the stigmas that are coming with it, we say, this is for our son. We have no choice. I can't be concerned what others may see us or think about it, especially family. You know, that's one of the things that we really could not share with our family is what we're doing with our son because we didn't know how they would react to that. And so it was one of those things that changed everything around. But knowing that this is going to empower us if we see the change that we're hoping to see. But it was not an easy journey, to say the least, because 
once we were able to get the oil from South Carolina from uh, Nina's family, which we were very fortunate and thankful to be able to do so, we were able to learn how to dose and how to implement it. But at the same time, we wasn't too sure. We're like, are we going to be using a vape pen? Are we going to be using a blood? Or like all these things that run through your mouth, but through your mind, trying to figure out how are we going to implement this and how's it going to look for our lives. But to see your child from 10 seizures to 20 to 100 every day, literally you're patting the floor, you're putting a bicycle helmet on your child because they're dropping, you know, falling on the floor. You know, you're seeing all these variations of seizures and it's like, okay, we have no choice. We just have no choice. Again, like I said, we're so fortunate to get the CBD oil to start, but it wasn't an easy road. It wasn't a uh, cut and dry experience because we've had to go through our hardships of trying to get to those points that worked and didn't work. As Nina can express as well about what we went through in the dosing aspect of it. We're going to get into that dosing on, on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in another episode of Love, Love and Cannabis. Cannabis. I'm Osiris Stephan. And I'm Nina Simmons. Be strong. And stay empowered. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. 99.9% of our DNA is identical. It's a 0.1% that truly makes us different and unique. And that's what the show is about. Find out that 0.1% about your favorite guests. Find out what music they like their first cannabis experience, and even what their room looked like growing up. But more importantly, or as important, their journey. Learn what makes them unique on Everything is Personal.